This is Mark. And this is Kenny. And this is All I Want to Do is Talk About Zephyr in the Sky at Night. Uh, Album 9, track 3. Ray of Light. Mark, before we even get into Ray of Light, there's something else we need to talk about. Okay, Kenny. Do you know what this episode is? Oh, goodness. We don't, is, we don't like to look behind, Kenny. We look forward. Mark, this is our 100th episode. Yay! Oh, yes. oh God! Yes. I love when you dance in a chair. It's yes. really special. Oh, I'm God. bouncing. I'm like bouncing. <laughs> I'm so proud of happy, us. Happy, happy 100th anniversary. High five, bitch. Yes. One hundred. One hundred. We can go to syndication now. We can- <laughs> Where's the money? Where's the money? Um, I do want to say um, happy anniversary, darling. A um, hundred episodes of this podcast is kind of great. Amazing. Yeah. I had something that came out of just like a night we were out. We had both eaten some edibles and had a delicious <laughs> meal in the West Village. And we were like half joking that we should do this. And here we are three yeah. years, three and a half years later. I know. At our hundredth episode. Congratulations. And congratulations to you. I know. It's been a great, it's been a great, 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 great. The great, great. joy. So much fun. Um, and and thank you to all of our listeners uh, who have listened to these conversations. This really doesn't feel like a, a, a fan pop podcast it's really about conversations yeah, and about yeah. a long conver- an ongoing conversation between two friends yeah. over a long period of time yeah. broken up into a hundred little chunks <laughs> little, little bite-sized morsels so some morsels have become like 12 course meals oh my goodness remember at the beginning we only had like seven minute episodes and and there are many listeners who miss those seven <laughs> like five minute episodes about I know it or or you know gambler remember the gambler episode yes yeah. of course and we should also thank you know Madonna Yeah, I mean, all for the queen. She's, you know, what I have loved about doing 100 episodes to talk about, and it's a lot of, it's a big commitment. It's a big commitment (laughs) to anybody. Um, And I don't think there's anybody else that I would want to talk about for 100 episodes. Oh, I uh, 100% agree. With Kenny about. I would talk to Kenny about anything, but I would not want to talk to him 100 times. about anybody else no, but Madonna. 100%. She brings such great joy. And this going back and looking at all of this stuff is so joyful and pleasurable. And so, you know, it's, yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to celebrate. And what a, what an amazing accident, happy accident, that it happened to be on the Ray of Light episode, a song about celebration.
Ray of Light. Oh, let all right. So Ray of Light. Ray of Light was written by Madonna and William Orbit, uh, Clive Muldoon, Dave Curtis, Christine Leach. There's all kinds of people on this record. Yeah. It takes a village to make this album. And many, many song. years because this song came from well, the 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 instrumentation is William Orbit, but the lyrics um, and somewhat of the melody come from an older song. Yeah. And then Christine Leach added her her top line to it, yeah, her melody. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's crazy how... And Christine Leach was, is one of William Orbitz's kind of like uh, demo singers, a, a singer in in London who kind of just did the demo for this, uh, which is... And the demo is great. The yeah. demo is much is a little more chilled out to start. It almost has a beautiful stranger vibe to it. songs that it, it, it's now a Madonna. It, it, it's one of those Madonna essentials. It's a staple of the canon. It is. And it, it, it is also um, so different. Yes. You know, and William Orbit in that great interview, which I keep going back to from that podcast, talks about like how different it was and why it was different. And he said, well, because it's a jammer. Yeah. It's like, it's a song, like, again, a great rock song mm. has a riff. The riff you can just build on and build on. And she doesn't really do songs like this. No. And um, and vocally, uh, I, I was just, I, I've always resisted this song. This is not a song where I was like, oh my God, this is a classic. I, it took me a long time to really get into it. And I think it was an only until I was dancing to it in clubs in, in Ohio that I was really on board with it and all those remixes. This is one of those songs that had a ton of remixes Ugh. scattered across all these formats. Yes. I mean, nuts. I mean, there's a maxi single. There was a 12-inch. There was there were three. There was a set of three UK uh, um, remix singles. So they're, they're all over the place remix-wise. And I just remember jamming in a club to this song and being like, okay, now I finally get it. "Quote unquote." Yeah. Well, I think that the song, first, firstly, like it, um, it's very '90s in its production, you know, and yeah. maybe the one that sort of suffers from that in a way, mm -hmm. um, and that you know, it, it it becomes problematic in a certain way because it sounds so specifically of the late '90s. Yeah. But then the groove is kind of undeniable, you know. Yeah. And her vocal, which is so. Um, here we are, like, we've had two tracks where her vocals have been really strong and clear, but not necessarily aggressive. And now it's like, 
oh, you know, Alpha Madonna is back and mm-hmm. she's and and she, her instrument has been honed to a new level. Well, and that's the thing about it is it's it's so carefree in this way that I think I think an earlier Madonna would have been much more nervous about those vocals and and it would have been tighter. Yeah. She sounds she feels like she just got home. She yeah. feels free. She yeah. she matches the songs um, the 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 construction of the song with a vocal that is so full of passion and abandon. Yeah, yeah, and I love that. I, I mean, mean I, she, yeah, she owns this song. Yeah, like I know it says all these other people wrote it, but I always feel like Madonna wrote it. Yeah, even though she didn't. Like, and if you hear the demo, it's like she didn't even write the melody. Like, <laughs> she really didn't. You know, yeah. I mean, she she tweaked it and she actually took it further, um, and she makes it bolder because that's Madonna. Yeah, but like. It is so, it feels like, and this is also where this album <clears throat> coincides with biography mm-hmm. because it feels like, oh, this is the truth of her moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and again, it, it, it's, it's taking, cause you know, it's, it's based on a folk song called Seferin. Um, uh, Christine Leach is, is, is Curtis Muldoon's niece and she wrote a ver- she, she recorded a version of Seferin and then. Uh, William Orbit then took it and made it into this other thing. Suffer in the sky at night, I'll wonder. Do your tears of morning sink beneath the sun? Goddess of the universe, come quickly for the call of. And I feel like I've just got home. And then Madonna comes in, and what Madonna does to it is she takes all of these kinds of elements, finds her way into it, and then transforms it. It's like it's like she puts it through a meat grinder of of passion yeah. and focus and and spe- and there's a specificity to her interpretation that makes it the di- the club rave that it is yeah because yeah. that's that's where that's her home yeah yeah well that's where her yeah she's like let's take it to the dance floor she totally just she she puts it through the madonna factory i mean she's like this has to be you know she, and she interprets it in her way yeah. no one can do that song like madonna you yeah, know, because it's it is so purely her ultimately, yeah. um, and her energy, her life force, which is the thing that we go back to, like with songs like "Into the Groove." You know, I can't think of a song, you know, really like I mean, since Vogue, that we felt that sort of that energy on the track. Yeah, you totally, know? totally, and I do feel like I think it was something about the 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 groove of orbit's music the metaphysical bigger picture philosophical things the song is re- is speaking yeah, to yeah. and where madonna was it all kind of came together on the song yeah to really speak to her and she'd be like okay this this jams let's go I know, I know how to say. I, I know how to live in this world. Yeah, well, I'm so glad we're talking about world specifically because I think this is like this whole album in so many ways is like Madonna in relationship to world, you know. And so, and we're thinking about the elements of the world are mentioned in every song so far, mm-hmm. like the earth, the water, the you know, the air, the mm-hmm. sky, the yeah. stars, and she's 
part of it. She's yeah. an element. You yeah. Know? And this song really pushes that idea even further in a really, really thrilling way. It feels like, you know, it's so inspiring, even though I couldn't say what the song is about. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, it always feels like that energy makes me feel good. It's about kind of being in wonderment of the world around you and seeing the world for the first time, like looking at the world finally with your eyes open and seeing how big the universe is and, and seeing how small I am in the universe. Um, and also just kind of a celebration of, of life too. Okay, is it, do you want to be a ray of light or? Yeah, well, I mean, a ray of light to me is like hope. You know, so it's a song about looking at the world for the first time with a feeling of real hope and also joy and happiness. So it's really, it's a song about celebration. And that she's capable of it still, that all yeah. of the stuff yeah. that's happened, all of the successes, failures, relationships, the baby, yeah. there was a kind of hesitancy of like, is Madonna going to still be Madonna? Yeah. And the seriousness of the first two songs, I just remember being like, whoa, Madonna's really taking it all serious. And then this was like, but we're all still going to dance. Yeah. She pulls this from deep, deep, deep within her. This is the life force. You know? it, it is. It is. And it's a classic Madonna song. Yeah. It's a classic song with an amazing video by Jonas Ackerland yeah. that is both transformative and also universal. It's a yeah. personal song. And what I think works really well with this, because the way that they did this, um, it's one of the longest video shoots ever because they basically had to go to all of the different countries and cities to capture the footage. Yeah. And then they sped it all up over time so that it was like it was roaring through. And then Madonna was was shot separately on like a green screen in LA yeah. doing it. Yeah. So it's this weird kind of thing where it's a focus on Madonna, but then it's this huge world that's swooshing by her throughout. Yes. Well, this and it cap this is again her capturing the zeitgeist because this is what like, you know, we're in this sort of technology revolution and it's really speeding up at this moment. Yeah. You know, we're pa we're just past the AOL. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. we're and but we're moving like faster and everything's happening faster and faster and faster. And that's what it, it really really it really captures like and at the center of it here's this woman who we know so well like and she's also she looks phenomenal. It's like the full like we finally this is the second video of the album and yeah. the second single of the album. Yeah. In the first video, it's very moody and we barely really can see her except for her face, you know? Yeah. And here we finally see Madonna like in the flesh. She looks like the album cover, you know, hair and face. And then she's in this sort of like, um, like a jean jacket, you know, and, and you can see her stomach. And like, oh my this God. Is my, you know, <laughs> like you can sort of see, that's what I'm looking at. I was like, where, you know. How yeah. Oh she, yeah. No, no, no. Everyone was right? like, oh yeah. Is the stomach still there? We haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, and she also has that tank top on too at other points. Yes, in it where yes. She's dan- when she's dancing when she gets with the into other the people. club, yeah. yeah. When she gets to the club, yeah. And there's that, and there's that jerky movement that I just love. That she's because it, again, it's another instance of Madonna both being amongst all the people, but also yeah. being an untouchable goddess. Yes. Totally. And I love that. And yeah. and the fact she can do it in a denim jacket is oh, like perfection. Incredible. Yeah. I, my favorite part of the video is when it's sort of like when it gets quiet, we're back to our guitar riff. Again, yeah. This great rock and roll album. And she is on the ground and the light, like the sun, like the sunrise light is on her, which mm-hmm. is like magic movie lighting, you know. She looks so golden, which yeah. was what I think of this album so often is like this golden sheen on her. Well, and don't you think they slow her down a little? Like mm. I feel like there's there's this like speed up of the backdrop, but there there's a there's a languidness to her movement in the, that yes, moment. Yes. I do think they slowed down the footage yeah. just a tad. Right. So that it seemed more dreamlike. Yeah. And her hair moves differently. Oh, yeah, it, it's, yeah. uh, uh, there's uh, tons of. Um, it's online. everything Love Profusion wants to be in a few years. <laughs> no, no, she, no. You know, uh, we, look, we can't, let's, <laughs> I can't even get into the tw- 2000s and some video choices that were made. Um, but um, this, you know, first of all, we're getting more into the hands. In, in Frozen, we see the hands a lot in the henna and all the stuff on yeah. the hands. And in this, we're seeing the hands too. This is her spiritual gestures. Yes. Right. <laughs> it's indicating that she's spiritual and evolving. Um, as and and but we also see like her being goofy in this. Like there's that time where she's like shaking her head and laughing. And there's tons and tons of like um video that just was released recently on like YouTube where it's just like the making of the video and her in the green screen. And her fucking around. Yeah. yeah. It's so much fun. And that's what they capture too. And I think that's the genius of the video. And then her in the nightclub, which it's like, oh, finally Madonna is back in the place that we that we identify her with dancing mm-hmm. free only when finally. I'm dancing do I feel this free finally right. she's back and and it really then feels like a coming home too like no matter what age she is no matter where she is we're in the dance floor we're yeah. there and it's a safe place until we get to you know um Madame X, and then we'll talk about that anytime. <laughs> um, so, so this was a huge hit. This was a huge, huge. It was a huge dance hit. It was a huge international hit. It won a few Grammy awards, like for video and dance thing. Um, it was, it was, it was a ginormous, successful yes. uh, uh, track off the album. And um, the remixes are amazing. I mean, I'm just pulling up because I have a ton of them on my computer. My favorite remix is actually the um, ultraviolet mix. Oh, I love that mix. Oh, my God. I mean, just the way that that starts.
Well, and and what I love what I love about the William Orbit uh, mix the, the the mixes of William Orbit songs is there are so many pieces for them yeah, to work with that they can do anything that they can grab like yes. one of the riffs and turn it into a whole yes. new song. Yes, and the same with the liquid mix because that really takes that guitar like down 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 and really builds on that, right? Yeah, so good, so good. Yeah, I would have loved to, I would have loved Veronica Electronica. I wish I wish they had put all this stuff out on a on yeah. another like well, a that, dub album. That was that was the, the at the time it was she had said, "Oh, I'm considering putting out another album with all this other stuff and using my um, new name Veronica Electronica for this." Um, but this is the entrance of Gaio Sirius taking more of a central figure in her career because yes. he's running Maverick with her, becomes one of the three heads of Maverick, but he is much more of a tastemaker yes. now than yeah. he has been in previous albums. Well, and know. he's proven it with with business acume, which yes. Madonna knows. So yes. she's like, okay, he can make money. Yeah. So let's let's listen, so let's listen to him a little bit more. Yeah. Um and I like that. I mean I think that he's an interesting editor for her for a period of time. For sure. Um not like the end all be all because there I think there's some choices that they make later that are really problematic but for this I do feel like I though I though really enjoy I mean I love the the album version of Ray of Light but I these mixes really take it to these other places that I think are really special and I almost think it's a song that unlike a Into the Groove unlike a Vogue this is a song that that um, can't be contained by the pop structure. No, that well, that's you have to impose on it for the album. That's right. I mean, this is when William Orbit is like, it's a jammer. It's like a song that's like, uh, you know, it needs to be played live. It needs to open up and be, you know, free. So, speaking of live versions, there's oh my so gosh. many. I'm oh just going to list the ones I can remember and tell me if I miss some. Okay. So, the first one we didn't. There's no record of her. I can't find of the Roxy performance, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. there's that. Oprah. MTV. Yes, with Lenny Kravitz. With Lenny Kravitz. After doing the Shanti Shanti. Uh, can I? Can we talk about this for a second? Not yet. Let's okay. let's finish your little list, Drown, and then we'll go back. Drowned World. Yes. Then we. Then the next time we hear it is at Live Eight. Yes. 
one of my favorite versions of it. Oh, well, no, I wouldn't say that, but it was an interesting version. Confessions. Yes. Uh, where she starts to play the guitar. Yes. Right? Um, Sticky and Sweet. Yes. She does it at Coachella, apparently, around this time, and um, also does it at Live Earth. Yes. The following year. Correct. After, um, And then she does it... That's the, in the Saint Tropez performance that she does for Leonardo DiCaprio. Correct, and that's, and that's it. it. Yeah. yeah, which is a lot, actually. Well, I think it. Well, okay, so let's go back. So I think of all of those performances, <laughs> is your favorite? Oh, sorry. Well, I think the Oprah one is the most closest to the actual yes. like song. Yes, because then it starts to get a little wobbly. It- <laughs> It, it well again it goes it pushes further into the rock of it correct and then then it just sort of goes off the rails frequently or goes in different directions it goes in different directions I mean I think that the um I really like uh the rock and roll aspect yeah. of the MTV performance her vocals though <laughs> are 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 kind of nuts and well, and yeah. it's again it's one of those moments and this starts to happen more and more where I'm kind of like does Madonna know she has to sing these songs live over and over again anymore because I, I, I love the Ray of Light vocals. I am not as jazzed by the having to repeat the Ray of Light vocal over and over. Like it, it almost puts you into this place of how do I do this over and over again Yeah, and have the impact that it has. Yeah. Well, again, like William Orbit points to in recording like how she could hit these notes that she really couldn't, you know, she... They, she could just kind of get there, and that he she never could really replicate that live. Mm-hmm. Those notes just weren't no longer in her. Uh, you know, her studio voice is so different than her live voice. Yeah, Not, well, she's standing still too, doing it versus yeah. moving around the stage. Yeah, and she has time to warm up in a different way and prepare. Yeah. And we know this about Madonna that she gets lost in the live performance. Yeah. you know that she doesn't have the same control. Um, I thought that her biggest mistake with that MTV performance was doing the Om Shanti beforehand because she actually burned her vocals. Mm-hmm. She didn't have anything left to yeah. give. Yeah. And then And they I, do almost the whole song. Oh yeah. They almost do the whole Shanti Shanti yeah. song. Which sounded great. Oh yeah. And I love that song actually, which we'll talk about later. I know it's a complicated one, but like I thought then when it moves into Ray of Light, um, it just should have started with, it just should have been Ray of Light and then they could have jammed it for seven minutes and have a lot of fun and I think she would have been able to get through some of the parts. But I also think that Lenny didn't rehearse enough with them. Yeah, yeah. They just weren't in sync. Like It, it felt like it felt kind of like that Anthony Kiedis performance at yes. Arsenio Hall, yeah. Which would yeah. have been fine if it had been that, but this was like, we're all seeing, like besides the Oprah performance, which yeah. by the way, like let's talk about Oprah, <laughs> why she was on Oprah, but like um, she... She brought the shoes to make up for the nasty Chicago comments know, from Truth or Dare. I know, how sweet is that? And, and she Oprah did was it so finally. Happy. Well, who, who comes and brings Oprah a gift? Well, Madonna does. Right. Yeah. Amazing. Well, no, and and I think I think doing let's talk about Oprah. I think Madonna starts to do these like more traditional venues and one of them is going on Oprah. She goes on Oprah, she gets she gives um Oprah the exclusive after the baby yep. and uh, over Rosie O'Donnell her friend. Yep. And she goes on uh and she does two perform she sings two songs yeah, she does. on on Oprah for this album. Yeah. And I and I kind of love it, and I kind of love the playfulness. And the other thing is, is like Oprah's one of the only star 
interviewer she ever has who's a woman yeah. who's on her level. Yeah. And so she's able to really like relax and connect with her. Yeah. It is a really great performance. It's pretty funny too. I mean, she comes out, she's in this like black, like cat suit in a way, you know, <laughs> she's just so skinny. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Skinnier than I can remember her being in a long time. Well, and, and you have to remember, my favorite part of that performance is the audience. Oh, this is what I was going to say. Because <laughs> the audience in Chicago. And there's like all these, yes, like, you know, for lack of a better word, excuse me, anybody who's listening, like housewives with like, you know, um, store-bought die, you know, bouncing, bopping in the audience, like going crazy. Well, but, but Kenny, remember, they don't know who they're seeing when they arrive. Really? Like when... Oprah, no, you guys, when Oprah Winfrey, you, you buy a ticket to the Oprah Winfrey show, you don't know what you're getting that day. That's why when, when she does the gift giveaways, it's such a huge deal oh, because you don't know you're right, going to be in the audience. Right. So you get there and then they're like, today's guest is, you know, and then there Dr. Phil or Madonna. Oh my God. So they weren't ready to, to dance oh with Madonna. God. I love it. And then Madonna's really like trying to work that crowd. She is, she is invested. She she really 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 goes for it, and the vocals are great. You know, they put an echo effect on it, and you yeah. hear it, which actually is great for her in this song. And she sounds good. William Orbit is there, which I also love about this because he's at all the shows. Yeah, and this later goes to Stuart Price shows up at all the shows too, which I just love that she brings them out. It's so organic. It probably makes her feel safe too. Yeah, um, and it makes it fun. Um, but yeah, she it's a great version of the song. Oprah is. Like knows all the lyrics already. Oprah is the best. She at this is stuff. the best. She does her research. She has a great team who gets her ready for she it. She has a great cheerleader. Yeah, yeah. And it's a, it's a good interview. And I think it also does it. It makes Madonna seem um, a lot more human and warmer oh, yeah. and less yeah. dangerous than she's been conceived of in the past. Yeah. She talks about she can't sleep at night. She talks about, you know, she just talks about her life with her baby and what that's like. And Read somewhere where she's in the closet with all your shoes and she goes, wow. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow is a bit pretty and wow and gorgeous. Those are her wow. favorite is, words. Is she playing dress up and stuff now? Uh-huh. Oh, but I bet you could Makeup. play dress up in oh. Madonna's closet, mm -hmm. can't you? <laughs> I must say, I, I have so many clothes and pairs of shoes. I mean, I'm not complaining, don't get me wrong, but sometimes it makes me sick to my stomach. Really? To look at all the clothes? It makes me dizzy because I love clothes and I love shoes and I know a lot of designers and a lot of people give me stuff to wear and it's like giving me a drug. You know, like when, I, when like a whole like line of clothes, I get home and there's like a whole line of clothes on my bed. Right, right. To choose I, from. Sweat. I start sweating. <laughs> it is a happy I, little feeling, I isn't it? I feel good. Yeah. yeah. It's a happy little feeling. <laughs> 
gosh. And then do you always worry about what to do with the ones from I seasons dream, before? I lose sleep thinking about how I'm going to, like, incorporate all my outfits, like, in the week. I want to be able to, I want to make sure I can wear everything before the season's over with. Uh-huh. Because I don't want to wear it the next season. You never wear things from the previous no. season? Really? And I never wear anything twice that I've been photographed in. Really? Because I don't want people to think I'm pathetic. <laughs> Well, then you have a lot of clothes. Yeah. Well, my housekeeper does too. You know, it's it's a very, very sweet interview. Yeah. She looks like a real person. She does it, and I think because she was singing and stuff too, like her makeup isn't great. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. she's, she just looks like a normal, like a, hag, a little bit of a haggard mom who's like pulled it together to do the show. Well, and, and I think uh, that's the thing about this song. I mean, I think Madonna knows, knew that this was a powerful song and she knew it was a hit song. She had that sense of it. And so to ride into Chicago with this song, she knows she's got a great song and she's got, she's got the goods to back it up. Yeah, yeah. And so she'll, so whatever, you know, her sisters could, you know, because yeah. Oprah loves a surprise. Like, yeah. what if she invited her sisters to be on the show to surprise Madonna? Madonna would have rolled with it. Totally. totally. In, in a way that's, like, great. I love how this song, and, and to this day, when I hear this song, I feel happier, I feel lighter, and I feel like I, I open up in this way that I think Madonna also did yeah, doing it yeah, yeah. over and over again during these tours. And we'll talk about the different tour incarnations of it. I love that she she leans into the rock yeah. aspect of it later on. Me particularly too. particularly the Ray of Light one. I remember Ray of Light on the the um confessions performance yeah, of yeah. Ray of Light. I remember get, being in the in the in the garden seeing that show and everybody jamming out to that. Yeah. I want everybody's hands up in the air. I want you to wave them like you just do care. Now I want to see everybody jump in. Come on. Get your feet up off the ground. Let's go. I want to see this whole building jump in. Well, she had, by that point, established it more as a rock song because yeah. in Drown World is when she starts to bring out the guitar. But it's m so much more confident by the time she gets to Confessions. Yeah, I think I think that, and I even think Sticky and Sweet is a really great version too. There's one more performance of Ray of Light live that I think is important for us to check Oh, it's in essential. On. It's an essential performance. Yeah. Yeah, from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Oh, which I can't wait to get to. I can't wait. Hard candy can't come quick enough for me on this point. When Madonna's inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and, you know, the, the Hall of Fame is not kind to its divas, really, because they want you to perform for free, you have to bring your band, yeah. and then they want you to do these weird collaborations at the end, which if you're a diva like Madonna or Janet Jackson, for example, you're never going to shine well in. Correct. And so Madonna decides, you know what? I'm going to go first, and I'm not going to perform. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and instead, 
I'm going to ask fellow Detroiter Iggy Pop to come yes. and perform. And he does two songs. Do you, do, do you think he was given the choice or did he, do you think they chose them oh, together? that's a good question. I, I think... I don't know. I mean, I thought that the two, Burning Up and then Ray of Light, are such great choices for the Perfect. students. Perfect. Perfect. They fit in with his, you know, and connect connect her to him in a way where it was like, what's great too is watching her, watching him, and she's sort of like, this is the greatest treat ever. Yeah. Um, and that like, fuck you, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Why Awful. the fuck is an Iggy Pop in the fucking Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Exactly. And right? it, and exactly. And she and she kind of points out, like, this performance points out, A, how fucking great he is because he's amazing in this performance. Amazing. amazing. And, and knows how, like, doesn't give a fuck what the <laughs> politics are or anything. He just shows up and delivers. Oh, yeah. Well, he, do, he does an amazing, beautiful version of Ray of Light that's much more rock and roll, much more downtown punk. He brings in um, a horns, right? Yeah. Which she comments later how much she loves. And my favorite part of his performance, though I love a lot of it, is when he comes into the audience and he's just like, feel something, feel the music. He stands right in front of Clive Davis and screams that to the crowd, you know, and you see Clive Davis looking at all these like white guys, you know, everybody's sitting down. Um, but he just fucking rocks it. Yeah. It's a great performance of the song. And then they all leave. Yeah. <laughs> for the rest of the she never shows up again. She's not there for the finale. <laughs> Justin Timberlake doesn't stay. Nobody stays. I think I they go they go somewhere and, and get drinks or something. Yeah, yeah they go party. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Great. Great performance. Yeah, the song survives and lives. I wonder if and when she'll ever do it again. I don't know. I, I mean, uh, th this is one of those songs that I feel like cycle, like it kind of like express yourself or or um, or not live like a prayer, but like like a virgin maybe, where there's like a cycle of it being yeah. done, and then she's really into it again, and then she's like, let's let's put it aside for a few years. Yeah. Um, and I also I, I think that there's. I think that there, it, it's been used all over the place in all these different ways too, which I think is really interesting. Um, and and it's been in commercials. It's been there's been lots of different ways that it's been kind of appropriated over the years. And I just I don't know. I I, I just kind of love it. Yeah. And I love that Madonna 
picked it as the song because you know when she talks to to Kurt Loder um, in the not in '97 while they're recording the album, they don't know what the album's going to be called yet, and she has a couple ideas. I know Mantra was one of the ideas that they threw around, but she said ultimately she would pick a song from the album, and this yeah. is the one she picked. Yeah, and it does encapsulate the whole record. Yeah, well, she hits the highest note she's ever going to hit. The peak of the song, that quicker of the way, you know, she's oh. oh, so gorgeous. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Till next time. Bye.